0: Hello, and welcome to episode 185 of the Enough podcast. My name is Mike Hurley, and I'm joined, as always, by Mr. Patrick Rohn. Hello, Patrick Rohn.
1: Hello there, sir. How are you today?
0: I'm very well. Um, we're about to have a very serious conversation.
1: You know? Yeah, I'm about to... Bring, <laughs> if you're feeling good, I'm about to bring it down. <laughs> so,
0: we are going to be talking about something that is... Um, it's topical in news sense, so it's it's... Something that is relevant to to things that are happening at the moment. But it is a very um, somber discussion. We're going to be talking about suicide today. Mm. Um, And this is in uh, relation to the recent uh, departure of uh, Aaron Schwartz. This is something that's in the news. Yep. And and I'm going to put some, I'm going to probably put that MIT um, article in. In the show notes, so I figured that you know you told me we were going to talk about this today, and mm-hmm. I felt that it was worth uh, mentioning that before we start,
1: um, warning people that uh, that this is going to be a heavy topic of conversation. That if they are driving in the car with young people uh, while uh, listening to this particular podcast, that they probably should not. Uh, and all of the other necessary disclaimers but I think it's an important thing to talk about I think it is an addendum to uh, several other uh, shows that we have uh, recorded around surrounding the topic of depression uh, episode 14 being the most notable of them Um, it is a subject that I have much personal direct relationship with Um, and thus feel qualified to offer my perspective. Um, And kind uh, of in a
0: peculiar way in keeping with the type of thing that we discuss on this show, which is life uh, and lessons and mm -hmm. just things, ideas, things to think about. Things um, to think about, yeah. So... Hit us with your best shot, Pat. All right, okay. Start at well, the start. So th- I mean, because I personally don't really know much about Aaron Schwartz, so I don't know if you maybe mm. want to start there. I, I
1: don't know. Yeah, uh, well, so uh, I'm sure that any geek who has tuned into, you know, Twitter, AppNet, uh, Facebook, whatever, um, in the last few days have heard of the news about the uh, passing of this young man, uh, Aaron Schwartz. Aaron was uh, just a a wonderkin. Is probably the 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 easiest way to describe uh, his genius. Uh, At the age of fourteen, he uh, created, uh, largely created, um, the RSS uh, 1.0 spec, i.e., RSS simple syndication would not really exist today in the way that it does if it had not been for him. Um, And that was just one of many, many uh, um, things that he helped, uh, had a direct hand in creating, um, largely responsible for the early work on creative commons. Um, And and these are things he did before he was even an adult, right? (laughs) Um, Just a, a genius, plain and simple um but you know, like many geniuses uh he he struggled with uh he struggled with depression oftentimes very deep depression uh at various points throughout his life um and that's coming to light even more and more um probably more so than we knew before um about a year ago um he <clears throat> Uh, for a lot of reasons uh decided to uh take a laptop sneak onto MIT's campus go into a unlocked closet and uh download a bunch of um you basically set that laptop there with a bunch of scripts running to download a whole bunch of uh, uh, academic articles uh from a place called um Jace I believe it's JSTOR is it um yes uh, uh and JSTOR is a a place one they have uh, um academic uh, journals um And uh, so he snuck his laptop into this unlocked closet, let it sit there for a couple of days or whatever, running all these scripts, downloading all these things, went, retrieved it, and left. Um, Now, the reason he snuck on MIT's campus is because um MIT has a um relationship with JSTOR i could be getting some of this wrong so please do read up you know do do some research but i believe the deal is is that they have a relationship with JSTOR where um anything um like outside of Outside of uh, MIT's campus, it would cost money if he downloaded that stuff. But if it's on MIT's campus, if it's coming from their from their network, from their domain, it's it's no charge. And uh, and yeah, so uh, kind of, sort of gray area stealing. Um. Uh, this breach, as it were, was caught. Um, and both uh, MIT and J Star initially uh, leveled, uh, sought to level charges uh, against him, um, uh, along with the Justice Department. And uh, even though the. JSTOR, um, after a short time, kind of realizing, oh, it's, you know, this super smart kid. And, you know, he's got a history of, you know, kind of doing silly stunts like this. And, you know, it's, it's not a, you know, it's not that big deal. It's not that we were, quote, unquote, hacked. He didn't necessarily break into anything. This You know, this wasn't law. This is a kid who simply walked onto campus. Like, he could have just hopped on the Wi-Fi and downloaded P-O-R-N, right? Uh, for all, you know. Uh, but no, he downloaded these academic articles and they figured, hey, no big deal. And they kind of withdrew themselves from the case. But MIT and, and, and the uh, authorities continued to press on, um, basically seeking to level him with the um, highest possible charges, which is about 35 years in prison, federal prison, where you don't drop yourself. And uh, the, for a young man who, you know, saw, suffered off and on throughout his life with with uh, with the darkness that is depression, uh, we we don't know why he took his life, but the, the fact that. um <clears throat> The the fact that it was, what, one year or two years, I forget, to the day that these charges were leveled against him and that, you know, it was looking like he was going to be doing some pretty serious time despite the fact that there were, like, literally no victims uh, in this crime. Like, you know, even the victim themselves were like, we're not a victim here. It's not a big deal. um. Uh, uh, he decided to take his own life. He hung himself. Um, now, you know, it's, it's uh, suicide's an interesting thing. <laughs> um, I myself have been there. I, I stated as such in episode 14. Um, When you're in that place of depression, it's really, really tempting because your mind convinces you that it is the only realistic option the only way to stop the pain to stop the fear to stop the hurting to stop the self-loathing to stop it like you know and that's all you can think about right It's, it's like having you know I'm sorry if your hand is in a vice grip and that grip keeps getting tighter and tighter and tighter you're not going to be able to think about anything else but how to get out of that vice grip and suddenly, if your only option is to cut off your hand, that seems like an awfully attractive option to stop the pain after a while, especially if all you see is that pain getting worse and worse and worse and worse. And if all you see is, well, even if I do manage to, after a certain point, save my hand from the vice grip, my hand's going to be worthless anyway. Now take that same idea and apply it to life itself. And you might have some some inkling, some clue of what it feels like to be there. And to be in that place. And so a lot of a lot of the stories that I've, you know, read about his death and things like that, You know, are centering around. Well, if it hadn't have been for that court case, and you know, oh my gosh, it's the no. Yeah, that might have been one of the triggers, but it had to have been so much more than that. I know I've been there. It's never just one thing, it's a hundred million different things, and none of them add up to I want to live. And it's an incredibly difficult place to come back from. Um, I've got, uh, I know somebody who's an ER nurse. um, And uh, they told me the story one time of this guy uh, who um, kept showing up in the ER um, for suicide attempts. It was almost always the same way. He was trying to, you know, slash his wrists. And, you know, he, you know, cut it, bleed everywhere. Someone would inevitably find him or in some cases he came in and was like, okay, I tried and it didn't work. And why is it not working? <laughs> you know, all I'm doing is getting blood everywhere and making the place messy. That's not what I want. I want to die. <laughs> right? And, uh, and so he kept coming in, and they kept treating him. I mean, this is like over the course of like two years, like a dozen times. Finally, one of the people in the e r says, "Look, look, here's the deal. if you really want to do this, here's how you this is the way that you, you don't you're you're doing it wrong, you're cutting it wrong, you need to cut this way but you know this whole thing of like you know." Wasting all this time and all this stuff. and You either get your life together or just do it right. 24 hours later, he got it right. When somebody really wants to go, they want to go. And the way that you can generally tell the people who are doing it as a cry for help and the people who are doing it because they really are serious about it is that the people who are really serious about it almost always are never attempts. They do it. They find a way. And they don't tell you about it they don't, they don't attempt have it fail and at all costs if they, if they fail sure they'll get dragged to the hospital and stuff like that and they'll go through the therapy and they'll do all the things they need to do to get back so that they can get it right <laughs> they're going to keep trying And I think that that's very important to understand. I think it's really important to understand that whenever we see these stories about suicide and what could have been done, and, oh gosh, I wish I could have said something. I hate to tell you this, but the folks who are gone, it may not have made a difference. In all likelihood, it wouldn't have. It's been really difficult for me to come to terms with. I, I think I've, I've mentioned my close friend Rodney uh, before, Rodney O'Lane, um, brilliant writer and thinker, and uh, really, really great friend, and uh, just uh, just a force. Um, by the way, he's in the uh, the book Cult of Mac. There's a whole two-page spread just just about Rodney, just in memoriam to Rodney. That's how big of an impact he had back on the on the early days of uh you know of the Mac um, but uh you know one of the things that i ha- question all the time and have to stop myself from asking this question um, he committed suicide, and a couple of days before. He had called me up a couple of days, maybe, no, it was about a week before. He called me up saying if I wanted to go out and get a beer. You know, and I knew for a long time that he had, you know, suffered from, you know, depression, and I had too, and it's something that we had both talked about at length. I probably knew more about his struggles with it than just about anyone else in the world. And for years, I've had to kick myself uh, to, to keep myself from thinking that that beer could have changed his life. That he might be alive today if I would have been able to go out that night. Instead, I had something else going on. I was a full-time single dad. I don't even remember what it was. Obviously, it wasn't that important because I don't remember what it was I was had, had to do. But I do remember him asking me to go out. And I remember saying no. I don't have the time tonight, but hey, why don't you catch me next week? Next week was too late. Now, do I think I could have said anything at all that would have changed it? When I really think about it, no. But when I don't really think about it, yes, constantly, all the time. And I live in regret. But you know what? I don't have to because the fact is he probably wouldn't have said two words about it to me that night he probably just wanted to go get a beer with a friend it's not like he was thinking oh I better have one last beer with Patrick before I you know before I stick a gun in my mouth and pull the trigger he was probably feeling down but he certainly hadn't reached that point yet because here's the thing, I, I don't think people reach that point until they're at that point. When they're at that point, they pull the trigger. It's not something that necessarily they've thought long and hard about. It's something they've fantasized, imagined. But I, uh, having been there, I know it's you know it's the hand in the vice. But here's what I can say. To bring this back around is something uplifting. I can say that... I know for a fact... That I had plenty of time and plenty of chances to let Rodney know how much his friendship meant to me and how much of an influence he was on me as a writer today right and that that none of us should wait for the eulogy That those things that we mean to say to that person, if they matter after they're dead, they matter even more before they're dead. And they should hear them. So don't waste your time. You never know. It could, it could change someone's life. It could make that person who thinks that they're all alone and that no one loves them and no one cares, it could be that one thing, that one spark that says, you know what? That's worth living for. But if it doesn't, just please realize there's nothing you probably could have done that when you're facing you know when someone who is in that place is facing that choice all they're thinking about is stopping the pain so (sighs) I told you I warned you it would be heavy Michael
0: yep (laughs) Mm. I haven't really got anything to say
1: yeah well no that's okay that's all right. how about this let's talk about something uh, a bit more uplifting after the sponsor break let's talk about uh, we'll we'll talk a little bit about Inc uh, the new app that my uh, my partners and I at Minimal Tool have released onto the world but I think we got some sponsor stuff to take care of first don't we
0: of course we do Alright. Of course we do. And this episode, um, for its faults, or not so much, is brought to you, of course, by those lovely people over at Squarespace.com who give you everything you need to make an amazing website. Squarespace is a fully hosted, completely managed environment for creating and maintaining a beautiful website, blog, or portfolio. It doesn't matter how experienced you are when it comes to building websites, you can build something amazing in minutes. You don't have to worry about hosting, scaling, or integration with social services like Twitter and Facebook. Whatever you need to create online, Squarespace gives you the tools that you need. If you want to create a blog portfolio as I mentioned, business site, anything they give you everything that you need. They have a fantastic page builder called Layout Engine. It allows you to create custom layouts in a drag and drop system. You just drag in the types of elements that you want on your sites. They call site they call them blocks you don 't have to worry about what your site's going to look on a mobile device. They have responsive web design built into all of their beautiful templates. And they have templates that are set for, you know, pretty much any type of website you want to create. They have templates for that. And they're easily adaptable to turn them into whatever you want. So like 70decibels.com is built on Squarespace. It's a very flexible system. They have great real-time analytics that are built right into Squarespace. They even have iOS and Android apps that let you see these and manage and post on the go. I want you to go and try out Squarespace for yourself right now so you can see just what the system can do. Go to squarespace.com forward slash 70 decibels and you can start your free trial. Squarespace starts at $10 a month for the standard plan and $20 a month for the unlimited plan. If you sign up for a year, you'll automatically get 20% off and if you sign up for two years, you'll get 25% off. If you decide to purchase, click enter on offer code below the pricing information at checkout and use the code 70decibels1 for 10% off on top of any other discount. So go check out Squarespace, everything you need to make an amazing website. Amazing website. Indeed. So tell us about your Uh, most recent venture.
1: Yeah, so, um, Ink. Ink for iOS. It's free. It's on the App Store. Um, So, uh, yeah, this is from Minimal Tools. I have this little... uh, this, this little thing I got with a couple of other British guys, different British guys than you and Terry, but, uh, you know, still, uh, you know, British guys all the same. Um, are they British? They're technically British. Yes, they're great British. All right. It's so, British. They're from Liverpool. They're British. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, the, uh, uh, the, the it's a little drawing app for the iPhone and the iPad. Um, kind of meant to be uh, similar to like a sketch on the back of a napkin. Uh, like, you know, the ability to just launch it and have just a kind of blank, ready-to-go piece of paper, um, a simple, you know, little sketch with your finger um, or stylus if uh, if you roll that way. And, uh, you know, there's no color selection tools. There's no messing with the paper color or the thickness of the line or any of that stuff. It's not meant for that. It's meant for, hey, what would it be like if I had a ballpoint pen and a piece of scratch paper except on my iPhone and <laughs> or iPad? Mm-hmm. And that's exactly kind of what it's uh, meant to mimic. Um, and uh, and it's been really well received so far, uh, surprisingly so. Well, not surprisingly so. I mean, I liked it. You know, I just was like, oh, I don't know how many people it would be useful to, and it appears that it's been useful to, I don't know, about 100,000 people so far. Um, so that's always a good thing. Um, so, yeah. I don't know. I think people should uh, should check it out because, well, it's free; it doesn't cost anything. Um, oh, some of the other features. Uh, I sh- I should note. Um, so like, uh, so minimal tools. Uh, the whole idea behind the the little outfit that we formed was to make apps who um that had a philosophy. And I've talked about this before, about apps having, you know, all software has a philosophy. And the philosophy kind of at play here um, is that feature number one should always be as few features as needed to perform the primary purpose. So um, those who have downloaded it and tried it, and I'm going to warn you ahead of time, uh, the the biggest number one quote-unquote feature request, which if you didn't hear that last statement, Means it's probably not going to happen, um, because well, it's got all the features it needs. Um, is undo uh, not going to happen? I'm just I'm just telling you. I, I've uh, we've already considered it, and I already have put the kibosh on it <laughs> because. What, what happens when you draw with a piece of uh, – uh, with a pen on a piece of paper, Mike, and you make a mistake?
0: You can't erase it.
1: No, you can't erase it unless you got one of those erasable pens. But those things don't work re- really well. Um, they, they, they erase as well as they draw and neither of one of those is good. Um, so, yeah, no, you can't erase it. Mistakes are opportunities, my friend. And the biggest opportunity a mistake is – at least in this particular con- uh, context, is to let go of the of the idea of, of of mistakes, of the suffering that comes with thinking that a mistake is a mistake, and that somehow it is the worse for it. If you don't, if you did, you know, if you did something that you don't like, we have a clear button, and you can clear it and start over. The biggest undo there is. Get rid of it. Start fresh. Start clean. Start over again. That's undo. <laughs>
0: um,
1: also, a nice little feature of uh, if you flick up on the little slider bar down in the lower right-hand corner, it automatically uh, uh, captures that, uh, little, your little drawing to the camera roll and clears uh, the, the screen for a new page. And, uh, and you're ready to go again. Um, also, uh, if, if when you first do that little slide up thing, it's gonna say, hey, thanks to, you know, uh, the new warnings and privacy settings in iOS, it'll say, hey, this app needs to access your, your camera roll, you know, your pictures, is that okay? Should I allow that, and there's allow and don't allow you wanna allow that if you hit don't allow that feature breaks <laughs> and uh you can turn it back on There's instructions up on the minimal tools website, but basically you go into your privacy settings and under you know applications and find find ink for i o s and click on that, and turn it from off back on, and boom, problem solved. Those are the two biggest uh, the biggest feature requests and the biggest uh, question, fact question that we uh, have received. Otherwise, it just plain works. Have you tried it,
0: Michael? Of course I have. What do you think? Um, it's an app that I don't really need um, mm-hmm. because it's not something that... I do, but I mean the app, it's kind of as with Pop as well, which is the other app that you have helped create. Mm -hmm. That's what it says on the tin, my friend. Are you familiar with that phrase?
1: Yes, yes, certainly am, Uh, despite the fact that uh, uh, outside of Altoids, things are rarely served in tins over here on this uh, side of uh, of of the land. But Altoids were a British thing anyway, so.
0: I didn't know that. So but yeah so it kind of it does exactly what you would expect the application to do. I mean it's just very yeah. simple. It's if you've used pop then you will understand that it's just like pop but for uh, ink instead. It's for drawing. Um, yeah. got a nice little picture on the site that was uh, drawn by Mr Mike Rohde of Sketchfame. Oh, fame. Yes. Yes.
1: Brilliant. Once again th- that guy is just so so talented. Oh my gosh, he's so talented. And dude, have you got? Have you seen the Sketchnote Handbook
0: yet? Of course, I have got it sitting right here. So good! <laughs> it's <is> so good.
1: <laughs> We've had Mike on before, haven't we?
0: Yeah, we have, and I've had him on Command Space, and I've had him on um, the Pen Addict. He's a good friend of the network.
1: Yeah, yeah, really good guy. <laughs> Trying to work out. Uh, well, I, I'm not working out, but basically, I kind of connected him up with uh, with a couple of friends of mine here. He's uh, thinking about uh, doing a whole kind of sketch note handbook uh, signing slash class e- event um, here in the Twin Cities that he's working out. I think for sometime late spring, early summer, giving a heads up to people about that. Mm. Um, you know, the two or three pe- Twin Cities listeners we have. Uh, so they can, uh, they can start to keep an eye out for that. But, yeah, all I can say is I hope people, uh, hope people go, download it, try it out, send me feedback, uh, go to MinimalTools.com, uh, and uh, you I've got can... a
0: question for you, actually. I'm sorry? I've got a question for you. Sure. Why is it free? Because Pop isn't free. Why Pop is, is it not free?
1: free. <sighs> oh, that's a good question.
0: Um it felt free. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure your developer friends felt that way.
1: No, it, it it did. We we talked about this and it was actually basically uh it was Colin who said this one feels free to me and I didn't argue with it. Okay and you know, I'm like yeah, okay you know uh, what I did propose was um that w- if we did come up with a feature or two that we felt was worth it um that we might do some sort of future in app purchase sort of thing but as it stood, with the feature set that it had, um, yeah, there you go. And and keep in mind. So and the other thing too, some of this is is us, and when I say us, I mean largely me <laughs> playing around with pricing models. So you just seeing
0: seeing what works. Yeah.
1: Not having any experience with this whatsoever, um, it's great because I can, you know, we can throw things out there and see what happens, right? Like we kind of threw out pop, right? The other, the other thing, my other thinking behind ink being free was that possibly we would see s- some spike in sales of pop. Have you? Um, I haven't seen the metrics yet. Okay. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't, It might be too early to tell. But, uh, you know, that was my thought was that on one hand, you know, yes, it felt free. I didn't argue against that. My other argument was we could throw it out there and see if the idea of a quote-unquote loss leader works in the app environment. Right? Are you familiar with the term loss leader?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah so you 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 um take a loss on something because it will help in the long run help you make money right is that the is that the right way to yeah. describe it
1: Yeah yeah that's the right way to describe it it's uh uh the Walmart helped to pioneer the very idea of you know, having low low prices on you know one or two things, so that their prices can be you know average or even slightly more in other areas and but people associate oh that's where I get the you know the the five gallon jar of pickles is only available at Walmart and only costs <laughs> three dollars, and there's a big stack of them. You know, on display right up front and you walk in and you get the pickles and there's the while I'm here moment. While I'm here, I might as well pick up some Tide. While I'm here, I might as well pick up some dishwasher detergent or some kitty litter or you know what I
0: mean. Well, plus as well, you know, all of these shops and stuff are designed in such a way, you know, as you physically walk through them to make you spend more money.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Yes. No question about it. Did I ever tell you about my my friend who who does uh, some of that planogram
0: stuff? I think you did.
1: Yeah, basically he can you know walk into a store and within just about fifteen twenty minutes completely tell them how they should staff their registers and at what time of day and then what time, you know, down to the minute. And then, you know, here's how you should, you know, you should make these changes to uh, your planogram. That's basically what a, a store layout and where things are placed is uh, referred to in the industry as a planogram. Um, but yeah, and can make a difference in in profits of, you know, anywhere between, you know, I don't know. 3 and 10%, I mean, just some ridiculous amount, right? <laughs> I mean, we, which when, it doesn't sound like much except for when you're talking, you know, say, you know, your average Walmart is bringing in a few hundred thousand dollars a day or your average Target or whatever your big box store is in the UK, you know, Safeway, what have you. You know, it's, it's, it's huge. It's absolutely, it can, it can be a big, big difference. So, oh, well, I digress. We're seeing if, uh, you know, part of it is I'm trying to see if it makes sales in Pop pop a little. Um, And uh, (laughs) you like that? Uh, And, you know, who knows? Who knows? We might do an in-app purchase sort of thing for a few more doodads. I don't know. We haven't gotten that far yet. We're, We're throwing stuff at the wall and seeing what sticks. But more importantly... Building things that I want
0: <laughs> i 'm
1: glad other people enjoy them too
0: in theory, if you want them, other people will want them you would think so, so. that's yeah. the thinking right a lot of um, app development is to scratch an itch
1: yeah yeah i've got an i 've got an idea for something else i can't i 'm really trying hard to put my finger on, but I just can 't I can't make it work in my head. I, I Well, no, that's not... I can make it work in my head. I just don't know how to design it. But but it, I think it's a good one.
0: You willing to, to share it? Or is-
1: sure. I mean, because here's the thing, right? I just want to see... The, you, I mean, you know me and ideas. I don't mind sharing them because ultimately, I just want to see them exist. Even if it means I have to buy them, I want to see them exist. So are you – I think I've talked a little bit about this before maybe. Are you familiar with the uh, idea of a text playlist? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I, several people have written about it. I believe uh, 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 Frank Shimero was uh, kind of the one of the early ones who floated the idea. But basically there are these things that you read that have tremendous value and meaning to you um, – especially short things online or whatever and you um you kind of uh you know keep them and put them aside and come back to them every so often and read them um and the idea is basically a text playlist kind of like a kind of like a song playlist where you know you have these songs that you you like them or they have some sort of theme or you really you know enjoy the way they sound together or what have you and you put them into a playlist uh, so that you can have, you know, you can always go to that playlist, press play, even, you know, have a shuffle mode and it will play through those songs. Um, what if that were an app with text? I What if I could point it at, say, my liked items at Instapaper or in Instapaper or if I could just, you know, take links and copy and paste them into various things around around the web or you get what I'm saying, right? Where I could then just hit this play button, as it were, and it would go and load that text and allowed me to read through it and I could, You know, when I got to the end, it would automatically load the next thing, like a playlist. Except for text. Oh, there you go. There's the idea. Cool. So if someone wants to make that, great. I'm I'm busily working on it. I'm busily thinking through it. (laughs) <laughs> uh, I've got a I've got a basic idea um, of how it might look and work and such, but I, I just I haven't been able to kind of put the spec together yet. I'm still struggling with it. But oh well. Should we tell people where we can be found if we really want to be found?
0: You're writing daily now um, at patrickrown.com. I am. Have you been enjoying it? I have. I have. I'm a little bit behind some of it, but um, yes.
1: So oh, my got, stuff is short.
0: Well, I've got something saved to read later. Gotcha. Um, thing is, though, with with me and you is we either talk about a bunch of things before or after mm-hmm. that you write on the daily stuff, which kind of makes sense. So sometimes mm-hmm. I don't need to read the things because I already know your faults. Yeah. Or at least I believe I do. I'm sure that they change when you write them down. But yeah, you can be found on com and there's also you know, a bunch of other contact information there for Patrick Roan, but he is also on app.net, at Patrick Roan, P-A-T-R-I-C-K-R-H-O-N-E. I am imike, I-M-Y-K-E, on app.net and uh, Twitter too. I want to talk to you about app.net soon. Um, just Oh,
1: okay. Anything in particular?
0: Um, just a sort of a revisit. Kind of thing.
1: Oh, yeah, I, I know what you want to talk about. You want to talk about me being on Twitter more. Yeah, I want to go <laughs> of That's <laughs> what you want to talk about. Well, I want to be honest here.
0: Yeah, but but there's also me, you being on Twitter more, and me being on App. dot net less. Ah, um, and evaluating okay. what's going on there. Okay.
1: All right. Yeah. Let's. I I definitely want to talk about that. That sounds very interesting. We should have talked about that today. That's a lot more interesting than than uh, than the more. The subject i chose
0: interesting <laughs> is probably not the right word uh, happy <laughs> might be a, a better word happy happy i've yes. already put that in the list for next week all right so we'll let's see do if we it we get to that um yeah so that that's uh, where we might.
1: we people can find you did we already talk about that i think I so
0: it. i don't know i'm i'm really off kilter now as you can see i'm tell. sorry it's okay it's not your fault
1: no it's completely my fault i interrupted you
0: no 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 i'm just I mean the, the whole episode it's me for a loop as they say i'm sorry it's not your fault you want to talk about something needed to be spoken about all right it's, yeah these things happen yeah so there we go thank you for listening to this week's episode of enough <laughs> right. if you made it this far
1: yep all right we'll chat later cheers cheers